Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about tips for people who are looking to get into senior fitness training. Uh, great discussion ready for you guys. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really appreciate you being here, uh, having you folks on these podcasts. We really like putting out this content as often as possible. Uh, we put out podcasts once a week, and um, hopefully it's, we get to answer a lot of your questions because uh, we get a lot of questions coming in about all kinds of different topics, and this is a great way for us to uh, kind of give back and let you folks know where we are, where we stand with these, and some of our best advice. So thank you so much. Um, before we jump into our topic today, we've got a fun topic talking about getting into senior fitness training. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, we just want to give you a, a subtle reminder to visit us at seniorfitness.com. I'm sorry, seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Uh, there we have all of our workouts, all of our podcasts, as well as our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a plan designed, a workout plan designed by Meredith for you, specifically designed around your fitness goals and your needs. Um, this has really helped a lot of people around the world, amazingly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we really appreciate you looking into that and possibly giving it a shot. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for that. And last but not least, when you visit our website, uh, there's an opportunity for you to sign up for our weekly newsletter where we send out all of our latest and greatest content to you every week. So just a great way for us to stay in touch with you. So um, with all that being said mm-hmm. and done, uh, we got a fun topic today. I think that we you get a lot of emails, a lot of questions. A lot of these podcasts come up from the 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 you know the contact that we have with a lot of people that follow you, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who follow you are <laughs> trainers, right? <laughs> uh, senior trainers or people who are looking to find out more about right. how to get into doing senior fitness training specifically senior fitness training right um and um i think it's great number one that if you're out there reaching out to us thank you so much um but meredith you know as far as getting into training for senior fitness um what are your thoughts on these these emails and people that come in asking you how to where to start Mm -hmm. oh i think it's amazing that they're coming to me um and i i find it uh, quite flattering that they're watching the workouts and learning a lot. We get a lot of emails where people will say there's not a lot of content out there. Um, where where should I look for it? Or do you have anything? Um, or I've watched your workouts and I'm implementing a lot of the things that you're doing into workouts that I'm now doing with my seniors or my group or whatever it is. So I think it's a wonderful thing. There are not a lot of resources. I know we've talked about, touched upon this before, but there aren't a lot of resources out there um, for seniors mm-hmm. and how to teach them. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get working on something soon and get something out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad that there's not, but I I, I think it's, um, as far as workouts, health, wellness, et cetera, it's one of the things that um, has been put off for a long time when it comes to our aging community. Um, we talk about different things for them, but we don't talk about, say, workouts for them and how to keep them moving in a safe and effective way. So mm-hmm. I think it's long overdue. So we're, we're doing it. And we've become kind of a forefront for people who will come reach out to us and ask us for 
opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there is a abundance, an abundance of mm. content out if you are looking to become a trainer in general. Uh, yes. you know, but that's usually <laughs> targeted towards a younger, younger generation. Demographic, yeah. Younger demographic. And you know, that's all great and stuff. Um but I agree with you in that there is very little uh information out there if you want to get into training um you know older adults right and it is it is sad that that's not you know the case because um there is a big population (laughs) of people who are ages over 55 65 up into 75 who are very fit very physically fit (laughs) um so yeah I, i i think that you're spot on with that uh as far as you know if you're if you're training or if you're looking to get into training um do you have to you know what what would you what would you recommend as far as kind of having a background in mm-hmm. um well of course knowing the body but knowing an aging body i would say if someone's getting into training or say they're already a trainer but they want to teach uh more seniors then uh get around seniors talk to them mm-hmm. um ask them about their workouts their bodies um things that hurt things that they can and cannot do um, if you have an opportunity to shadow at a physical therapy, um, a lot of older people go to physical therapy and that's, those exercises are a lot of the exercises that I do in the workouts, um, because they're safe and effective and they're keeping the parts of the body that we want to keep safe, safe while we strengthen everything. Um, so all of those things are great if you're working out. Um, in a, a lot of gyms I know these days have physical therapy, like either attached to them or very close by going over and just saying, Hey, can I come in and and shadow for a couple of days Mm -hmm. and learn, (laughs) and learn about the body and learn about the aging body. It's not the same as a 20 something. It's not the same as the body that when you become a trainer, what they teach you in your classes in order for you to take that test and pass it. Um, and you get your certification that you're now a personal trainer or group fitness instructor or both. Um, but they're not teaching about the older body and things that can be wrong with it and how everybody is so different. They're teaching you basically about a 20 something body that's never had an injury mm-hmm. and can still run for five miles without being out of breath and lift a hundred pounds. And, you know, it's kind of funny when I look back at, you know, what I learned in order to pass a test to be a trainer. Um, had nothing to do with older people Mm. um sitting in on classes if there are classes going on that uh have older adults in them um watching my videos learning Mm -hmm. (laughs) things like that like the learning levels that we do we do those mainly to teach um the viewers uh how to safely and effectively put different movements depending on what the the workout or the video is pertaining to but safely put implement basically movements into their own workouts and that's kind of where a good place for a trainer to start they could take a few of those movements Mm -hmm. and add them into workouts so there's a few ways (laughs) yeah um is it a a mistake to assume if i am already a say a Mm -hmm. trainer physical trainer um is it a mistake to assume that because i train people now that i can easily migrate into senior training or aging training (laughs) uh, because I have the knowledge of what it takes? I'd say yes. (laughs) Just because I see a lot of trainers who 
think that it's easy to go from, you know, one, like we said, demographic to the next and do it the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, And not that you, someone can think they can do it because they can uh, do it, but it's not going to be safe for the participant. And Mm -hmm. that's where it gets scary. I mean, even a lot of videos I'll watch um, that are geared for either beginner slash senior. And I go, no, no. (laughs) Like, what is it? What senior or beginner are they actually trying to to teach there because that's not a safe and effective way to do it. And mm-hmm. that's what you have to really come down to. I know a lot of will get comments even on workouts like this wasn't hard enough. Um, I said, that's why I call it a beginner workout. That's yeah. why you do different levels. Everyone is different, but you have to start with a base that is safe <laughs> always. And that's the way I look at it. When If you work around seniors and you know the probabilities of falls and injuries are so high um, because their bodies have been through so much. They've been able to do so much for so many years, which is wonderful. The last thing you want is for them to get an injury or a fall because of a workout, trying to keep themselves healthy and moving. Um, and then you sideline them. Mm-hmm. So really just thinking, putting yourself in their shoes. I mean, we've all had injuries, even if you were 10, 12, 15, 25, um, We've all had stuff that hurts. So amplify that. Learn about that. Think about that. And then put that into a group setting or even a one-on-one training a senior. You can't train a senior the same that you would train the 32-year-old next to them. Um, That's You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, you can, but you shouldn't. (laughs) So just thinking about their bodies and and their mindsets too. They have different end goals. Um, They're just trying to keep moving a lot of the time. Yes, they are trying to get better, but they're not trying to lift 50-pound dumbbells at the end of the day. Yeah. They may be trying to lift five. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just just kind of changing your mentality and how you think about workouts for possibly yourself and put it in somebody else's frame of mind and then get in their shoes for a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you think that as, as being a trainer targeting you know aging adults, uh, for a lot of trainers who start out, uh, do you think it the mm-hmm. one of the hardest things to do is to listen more than it is to <laughs> talk? You yes. know what I mean? Because a lot of yes. I think a lot of trainers <laughs> who are younger come out is they just want to share their knowledge, share and everything teach they know, yeah. And instead of listen <laughs> first, right? Oh, I've seen that even. You know, I've like interviewed different uh, instructors to come in and teach at a community, and they you know you do a trial run class and you watch and they don't listen to a single thing that anyone has to say they never learned a thing from that person they're in set up their stuff and out as fast as they got in there Mm -hmm. um hardly any eye contact uh it really is just you know going through the motions at that point and like you said if they know anything about anything they're gonna let you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they don't want to learn anymore because they don't want to you know listen to anyone else but um, themselves talk so yeah, I think that, um, unfortunately, that's big. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. 
Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. A lot of different people, but a lot of instructors will be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, are, does it surprise you that, you know, when we get a lot of comments and, and emails from people saying, Oh, I'm so happy I found you. I couldn't, you know, there's very mm. little information on good workouts that I enjoy. Right. Um, is that surprising to you, mm. you know, when, it's, when we talk about the, the age demographic that we focus on? Um, it is. It is semi-surprising. I think now that I've done so much research um, that there isn't a lot of great content still out there. So I'm so happy when people find us you know, stumble across us, however it is that they found us and enjoy my teaching style. It's different than other people. Um, So if they like it, um, they find it enjoyable, then yeah, when they let us know, I think it's a great thing. But like I said, I know I've brought up in other podcasts just talking about myself. When I was, you know, going into senior community for the first time to teach, and I said, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to figure this out. There's got to be some classes out there I can take that will teach me something or, you know, something I can watch, a YouTube video or something. Nothing. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there still is. <laughs> There's YouTube videos, mm-hmm. of course, but because um, I started a long time ago. So there's a lot more of those now, but there's still not a lot of... Uh, courses that you can take that will teach you how to safely teach a senior or an aging body or an injured body mm-hmm. or a disabled body. Um, all of those things, which are one in the same, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and going with that, we do get obviously a lot of comments from people who may not be from the senior demographic, but they do have limitations. Right. Exactly. Wheelchair and, bound or yeah, mm-hmm. something yeah, it's definitely um, uh, an eye-opener for us and for, I think for a lot of people, an eye-opener for us when we have people that come to us and then an yeah. eye-opener mm-hmm. for them when they actually do find someone, uh, you yeah. specifically, who is teaching them in a way that they probably never get anywhere else. Exactly, yeah. Which is really great. It is. So as far as someone who is really interested in becoming a trainer for seniors, uh, what are what are some basic tips that we sh- they should start off with? Uh, we, you talked about... Um, being around seniors, which is great right. advice, just being mm. around them and listening. Yes. Right. And that's probably the best thing you can do. You'll yeah. learn so much because um, especially if they know that you're a trainer or a fitness instructor or something, um, they like, to, you know, seniors like to talk about their ailments a lot of times mm-hmm. um, and tell you what they've had done, but what they're still able to do, you know, both knee replacements, but now I'm back to walking five miles a day, you know, mm-hmm. something, whatever it is. Um, Then say, oh, wow, tell me about your knee replacements. Tell me about your pre and post uh, therapy that you had to do for it. Learn from them. Let them talk. Um, They'll they'll appreciate it a lot more than you'll realize, and you'll learn so much more than you'll even realize. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as you get away from that conversation, write down as much as you can um, and do more research on it. Learn more about it. Learn more about the body and things that it goes through over time. Um, how the bones structurally change, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the brain changes, how movements need to be a little simplified because brain and body working together gets harder as we get older. Um, Knowing to tone it down doesn't mean that you're not doing enough for someone. I remember thinking, if I'm going to do a seated workout, is this going to be enough? And then teaching and getting wonderful feedback uh, from the participants, how much they enjoyed it, how much they got out of it, etc. And remembering that doing anything, and especially with seniors, they're always going to be so, um, if you're lucky enough to sit in front of them and actually instruct them, that they're always going to give you true feedback and so much positivity. Um, And take it all in and uh, learn from that. But know that any movement that you do for them in a safe and effective way that they're going to um, be appreciative of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of brings up another question I have is, uh, you know, people who train younger generations and stuff, (laughs) um, there's, you know, if you walk into a training class and you you just start exercising, start working people, um, there isn't really a big aspect of (laughs) uh, trust. Right. You know, it's kind of more, here we are at the class, let's, let's, let's go ahead and do, do this. this. <laughs> but when you, when you work with uh, seniors, or, you know, people who are a little bit older, is there an aspect of trust that you need to build up with them to, to, to get to the point where, mm-hmm. you know, you have that connection? Yes. <laughs> that was my, a big learning curve for me. I just remember a lot of times they're going to, they are going to test you and try you because they want to make sure that you're doing things correctly and safely. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to ask, why did you do that? Um, I remember that was one of the first questions I got because I usually do uh, tricep kickbacks each side singularly. I don't do them both at the same time. So I got, why did you, I've always done them. Everybody who else teaches does them at the same time (laughs) because they're a hard movement to do correctly. So if you only have to focus on one side, Mm -hmm. it actually is better for your body and you'll actually do it better and shut her up. She was like, okay, she, she has a reason why. Yeah. And that was it. It wasn't like, oh, that I didn't like doing that. She was testing me. She wanted to see why. And I had a reason for it. So just being on your toes, being ready for anything, mm-hmm. but always um, giving positive back to them because that they, they usually are exuding it so much, um, even if they are going to test you and try you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's part of it. It's fun. That's what makes you learn, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and is it is it possible for someone to be of a younger age and be a trainer for seniors? Yes. Obviously, <laughs> we get that question a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know, coming in and people notice that, you know, you're not of that age yet. Right. And, uh, but, close. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, you know, what are your advice? What's your thoughts on that as far as? What should you do if mm-hmm. you are not suffering from the same things that the senior body does? Right. You know, what what is your advice on that? Again, it's that gaining knowledge through listening and researching and um, watching and learning. Um, knowing that, it, again, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. I think a lot of people have a hard time doing that, especially if, you know, say you're a marathon runner and how do I go backwards and can't run at all you know all I can do is walk a mile a day it's hard for people to get in that mentality um but trying to do that thinking about what this person has done and gone through um maybe it's someone who's 89 who used to be a marathon runner you know how bad their knees probably are now and their feet hurt etc maybe they've had knee hip replacements everything talk to them about that um I think that's show 
someone, a senior, if that's whom you're working with, um, that you want to know about them and learn from them. So you can implement things that you are teaching to them mm-hmm. that way. Um, I, yeah, I remember getting that question. I used to more so. I guess I look older now. But uh, I used to get the question a lot, like, you're too young. How would you know how to teach seniors? Mm-hmm. And then they'd take the class or they watch the videos and then it makes them, you know, a believer. They realize that um, you know what you're talking about. That's mm-hmm. what you have to exude that you know what you're doing um, and you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. I, I think another big reason why, you know, a lot of people have found you and, and tend to stick with you is, and I think a, a reason why a lot of other trainers make this mistake is that they make it about them. Right. Instead of about the people <laughs> that they are actually serving. Right. Which is really what it should be about. Totally. Exactly. That's the whole reason. Yeah. When you're doing a workout for someone like the ones that we do, it's to better someone. It's to help them keep going, to make them stronger. Um, it's not just because uh, you're going in there doing the job because that's what you signed up to do or to make yourself look better, um, mm-hmm. you know, to stand in front of a class. Some people love to be instructors because they they feel like they're on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very sad <laughs> reasoning to do it. Um, that could be a secondary, I guess, if that's what your goal is. But the first and foremost goal needs to be the person that's in front of you or people that are in front of you. Mm-hmm. And again, I'll say it over and over again, but keeping them safe um, while keeping them moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so some of your final thoughts on mm-hmm. senior training, you know, getting into the, the training uh, um, space, uh, you know, where should you start? What What's some of your final thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, the main thing is just being open to, to learning as much as you can, um, being around seniors, whether you're teaching them yet or not, um, learning from them, learning about the body more, uh, is always, and again, not just the book that you have to read to pass the test to become a trainer, um, more in-depth stuff, learn about aging bodies, learn about disabled bodies, um, learn about different ailments and things that can happen while working out when you get older. Um, being aware uh, that things can occur that you need to be ready for. If a fall happens, if a mini stroke happens, if I've had it all. If you're teaching a uh, aqua class and someone starts to go under, being ready for everything <laughs> mm-hmm. prior to stepping foot in is going to be um, the biggest thing that you can do, and you're going to it's going to pay dividends in the long run because you're going to have so much knowledge that you'll be able to help. So many, so many people. Mm-hmm. Great advice, mm-hmm. uh, great tips. I think we've covered a lot of ground in this episode, which is really hopefully helpful to you if you're looking to get into the training space, um, working with uh, an amazing senior population. Uh, so many people out there looking for direction and help, and we are glad that we are able to provide uh, our best workouts and our best knowledge out there. Uh, because I, as we mentioned at the top of this, we don't think that there is a lot of it out there. Right. And that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I know. So yeah, hopefully you, uh, this is help helpful to you or if someone, you know, that's looking to get into training, um, do that research and, and, uh, listen, that's probably the big ones. Yes. <laughs> that's it. So, um, thank you for joining us, uh, on this podcast. Don't forget to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and sign up for that newsletter 
get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to your email inbox every week. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.